Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa Curry-Lowitz, and I'm here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hi, hello everyone. Welcome. It is Wednesday, March the 17th. Doesn't that, I think that means that today is St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. I am not Irish. I never, I am one of those people that has never partied at St. Patrick's Day. I mean, like 15 years ago, I used to work at this Irish pub and I think I worked one year, worked maybe a couple of years on St. Patrick's Day and it was bananas it was like the most nuts party i have ever been to it was really fun actually to work and um that's basically my my saint patrick's day experience so kind of one of those lame people uh if you will (laughs) so if you're celebrating today i hope you have a beautiful day okay news news flash today is the very first time I have I'm sitting in front of the mic this is the first time I think this is the hundred and second or third episode today is the first day that I have absolutely nothing prepared I don't have one note I don't have any direction whatsoever for this show and it's really funny because I I've known that I've I was going to do a solo episode today for weeks. I mean, I have episodes, um, I have great guests coming up in for future episodes, but today I really wanted to sit down and like my intention was to really talk about self-care and, and spring cleaning and sort of waking up with the earth because that's essentially what's happening right now. The spring equinox is like days away and we're we're all sort of coming out of hibernation. Can you feel that? Do you feel yourself sort of coming out of hibernation right now? I most certainly do. And I think that, again, I really wanted to touch on these things, but man, I've had sort of like two weeks from hell. And, and it's really interesting because we all have different definitions of like, what hell would look like in our lives. We all have different definitions of what rock bottom might look like in our lives. And for me, this past couple weeks, it hasn't been too stressful at work. I've been getting a lot done. I've been being productive. I've been cultivating some really great ideas moving forward for Elisa Unfiltered Coaching. And I've been designing some really cool things behind the scenes. Like all of that stuff has been great. However, oh, and I will also say I had like the most amazing little getaway with my partner, Michael. We went to Tromlo and went skiing and we had like romance. We had deep, deep, deep belly laughs. We had like a great time. We skied our brains out. We we just had this fantastic time. But and it's really like our first time away since COVID. Really, actually, that's not true. We went to a winery last summer. 
Uh, it just feels like forever since we've really done anything of that level to that caliber, like to get away. I don't know about you, if you have been going places or if you travel for work or if you do whatever, like it's COVID has really paralyzed that industry. And it's really, I have personally taken it for granted. I take, like, I've taken it for granted over my life. And now I'm sort of like yearning and wanting something to look forward to. And I, it was just a really great thing in my life. It really boosted my step. And then I got this rash. Ugh. Now, my doctor thinks it was hot tub folliculitis. So we did go into a hot tub in the place that we stayed. And I mean, whether or not that's the case, for the last six days, it's actually, today's the seventh day. Today's Wednesday, yeah, because it started last Thursday. I have had this unbearable, unbearably itchy rash all over my body. And it is like... It has been so pain. It's it's painful. I don't know. I had this discussion with my mom the other day. Like I can endure quite a bit of pain in my body. I've I have endured. I've been sick. I don't like it. I mean, but I can endure it. But to be itchy and it's kind of like now like the itch that hurts. So you scratch it and then it hurts after. Oh my god. So that has just been sucking the life out of me. The the itch, no, this is me complaining. This is first world problems for sure. But like I, I have had to take so many moments to step away from this space of victim and this space of like my life sucks and I'm such a, like poor me, okay? I am giving myself time in that space because it's necessary. I need to, you know, feel my feelings and be sorry for myself but then I also need to step away and like actually be present and in this moment and and know that I'm going to be okay and focus on how I can heal myself and and focus on me so I have spent quite a few hours in doctor's appointments and I'm on antivirals antibacteria or antibiotics rather I'm taking these like crazy antihistamine pills that are like giving me you know eight to nine solid straight hours of sleep at night. It's fantastic. I have creams. I'm doing all the things. I guess it's just been a week and I, and maybe my skin is shedding. Maybe this is symbolic of something that I'm I'm becoming, that I'm I'm opening up to as as the earth on as the earth awakens, I'm shedding some of my own layers, but it's been really interesting to pay attention to that. Secondarily, I mean, women out there that are listening today, I think most, most, well, I don't know. I think it's 50-50 actually, women to men. Men, you can listen to this too. But I am PMSing so hard. Today is day one of my cycle. So I literally woke up, got my period, like in the middle of the night actually. And I am one of those blessed human beings, and I'm using blessed as a joke, that gets horrible PMS that gets horrible cramping, horrible everything. Now, I don't know if you listened a couple of episodes ago, I actually interviewed the menstruation queen, Cassandra Wilder, and we talked all about our cycles. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back, check it out. It's amazing. However, like I've been doing something kind of secret. I've been doing something since December 4th and it was recommended to me by some random stranger who I've never met on Instagram. It got me into 
something called the BEAN protocol. The BEAN, B-E-A-N, the BEAN protocol. Has anyone ever heard of that before? Now, I just wanna make one thing crystal clear. The BEAN protocol is not a diet. I am not on a diet. I just wanna clear that up right now. It's really important. The bean, pro- pro- the bean protocol is not a diet, okay? I had never heard of the bean protocol. I had no idea, but at the in the fall, I was really desperate. Um, with my death fatigue was coming back and I was having really bad periods and I was really feeling super unwell. Like many of you, many people out there, I have gained weight. I have been just trying to listen to my body and having this really difficult time, uh, hearing what I need and tapping into what I need. And I am not afraid. This is, this is me now. I am not afraid to try new things. I used to be, I was so stuck in my ways for so many years where I would keep doing the same thing and just like eventually be okay. So I would endure suffering. I would endure, you know, um, really horrible habits or repetition of the same thing, keep myself in a specific environment to, I don't know, to not hurt other people's feelings and just to keep the peace on the outside. But inside I was always turmoil. Now, I don't do that anymore. When I'm not feeling well, I listen to my body. I take, I put space between myself and my thoughts. And I really sit and meditate on that and feel my body and ask my soul and ask my body in meditation, what do you need right now? How can I, how can I help? How can I be there for you? And That might sound like spiritual voodoo shit, but really what it does is it allows me to feel my body and and explore the possibility of change, explore the possibility of looking outside of myself. So this woman's message sort of came at an interesting time because I was feeling desperate. Yeah, I was feeling desperate. (laughs) Let's call a spade a spade. And I started to do this thing called the bean protocol. Now I'm really excited that this protocol was created by a woman by the name of Karen Hurd, Dr. Karen Hurd. She is a a doctor now and I'm actually, I've actually booked her on the show. So she'll be in the show on, in, on an episode of Elisa Unfiltered. Um, I think her interview is next week. So she'll be on in a, in a couple weeks or in, in the next, within the next month for sure to tell us all about her story. But I'm just going to give you a little sneak peek on that because I want to get you guys A, excited and B, just thinking outside the box a little bit here because that is what life is all about. If we can't think outside the box and if we can't explore the possibilities beyond our knowing, then we're going to be stuck and we're going to stay, we're going to just stay where we are, which is fine, but it's not fine for me. The point that I'm trying to get is, is that it's not fine for me. So what I've been doing is I've been eating, her basic outline is have half a cup of black beans at every meal. And I'm gonna tell you why. I have been having six to eight, um, I've been eating beans six to eight times a day. So I space them out like two to three hours. I'll take two to three tablespoons of black beans, cooked black beans, and I eat them. I just eat them straight up. Now, 
Again, I'm, this is a little bit of a spoiler alert, but I've been doing this because black beans have the highest concentration of soluble fiber. Soluble fiber is one of the only thing that bonds to old, dirty liver bile and pulls it out of our system when we poo. So I have been dealing with so much liver shit that I am, I have now after three months of doing this, three and a half months of doing this, have started to see a dramatic change. I saw a change within two weeks, like right away, but, and, and I mean, it's slowly getting better, but now after three months, oh my God, I'm so excited to get into this topic with you guys. So stay tuned, make sure you subscribe to my podcast just so you don't miss this episode that's going to be coming out within the next month. So press pause right now, subscribe to my podcast. You need to listen to what has been happening. But the other benefit of beaning is that it also bonds to excess estrogen. Now, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but on May 12th of this year, I will be turning 40 40 everyone oh my gosh I'm gonna die I'm not gonna die I'm just kidding how is this life just flash right by 40 I used to think people when they turned 40 they were so old and now I'm like oh my god I am so young what a life I've lived anyhow so I'm turning 40 and as all women listening knows as we age our hormones play a fantastic role in shaping our moods and our emotions and our energy and the list goes on. So I have been sensing a hormone shift. This is perfectly normal. However, my whole life I've had extremely difficult periods. I have endometriosis. I was on birth control for 17 years. I actually have not been, I went on birth control when I was very young. I was like 15 or 14 or something like that. And I stayed on it till my mid, like early 30s. I got off it. And yes, I I know there's some people judging me for that and there's some people that aren't. So, once I got off the pill, my endometriosis came back uh, like a lot harder. So, my my periods have been over the last like 7 8 years getting progressively worse and worse and and very very difficult to manage. So ever since I started beaning, I have noticed a colossal shift in my periods. So like I said, today's day one, I'm suffering a little bit, but there's no, it's nothing that Advil can't help. I, was, I used to be completely KO'd, had to take the day off work, tried to sort of time things around when I was going to get my period, like bigger things, because the the day, the first two days of my cycle are like the most intense days of my life and I can't even handle it. So what happens with the soluble fiber eating the beans, and it's not about the amount of beans you eat in the day, it's about the consistency of how often you take the beans and how this fiber is digested like in slow increments. So that's why I space it out two to three hours a day and take two tablespoons. Again, we're going to learn a whole bunch of this in the next month or so. But I, they also bond to estrogen, excess estrogen. So I have estrogen dominance. And if you have a really rough period, and if you have, or if you have uh, odd things happening within your cycle, 
and severe cramping, crazy PMS. I also have crazy PMS when I ovulate. So halfway through my cycle, I turn into this like weirdo who cries for no reason 100% of the time. Like I even, it got so common that I would look at my app that I track my period on and I'd be like, oh, look, I'm ovulating. I'm not actually sad that the egg is cracked in the carton and I can't eat it anymore. I'm not actually sad that there's, you know, a bird outside fighting with another bird. Like those are the most ridiculous things that I would like ball my eyes out over. Anyhow, the point I'm trying to make here is that I have a substantially easier period. It's unbelievable. I'm not crying. My partner, Michael, isn't needing to console me for no reason. It's so interesting what's happening in my life right now. Things are totally shifting. And I, so going back to this like (sighs) unbirthing, I wanted to talk about self-care and the feelings of loneliness and the feelings of cracking out of our shell a little bit here that we've been in for in the darkness for the last several months but I just I just don't want to how interesting is that how how many how often do we give ourselves permission to just not do it in fact I was even considering not putting out an episode today Now that would have really like messed up my vibe and my jam and all that stuff. So I was like, no, I actually really do want to come on here and talk about something. The fact that I've spent 17 minutes talking about what I've talked about, I can't even tell you right now. (laughs) It's so interesting to me because I sat in front of the mic literally for 10 minutes and stared at my program, my Adobe Audition program and stared at everything. It was like, what am I going to talk about today, you guys? What is even there? I had nothing. I just didn't want to do that. So I want to know, how often do you give yourself permission to just procrastinate, to just not do it and not feel guilty about it either and not shame yourself. Just give yourself permission to feel whatever it is you're feeling and just not do the thing. Like I hear so often that of people saying the exact opposite, just do the thing. Just do the thing. You know what? If you're one of those people that aren't doing the thing or just don't want to do the thing, it's really, really, it's a really great exercise to just stop, check in and ask yourself, why don't you want to do it? Is it because you're not ready? Is it because you, you are afraid? Is it because you are sick and tired and you have no energy? Is it because you have zero capacity to do the thing? All of those answers will give you space and gives you actionable tips. If you're afraid, okay, get some help. You can, you don't have to do it alone. Learn what other people did. How are you going to motivate yourself to get over that fear or to move through the fear? That's a better way of saying it. And, and take things one step at a time. If you have no energy, how are you going to replenish yourself and restore yourself and start to thrive inside and give yourself the motivation? You know, if you have no capacity, where in your life can you cut back so that you can do the thing? There's there's always choice in everything that we do. And that's kind of what I did this morning. I I got up, I looked at my blank screen, I 
took several breaths. I said to myself, this is where you're at today, Elisa. Check in. I did a, a you know, a one minute meditation where I grounded my feet. I got into my body and I started to breathe. And as soon as that one minute was over, I was like, all right, let's go. And look at this magic that I've created today in this podcast. I know that there's no one theme. I'm not talking about one specific thing, but I'm here. I showed up and damn, I'm getting you all excited for (laughs) what's to come with the beaten protocol and feeling and and collectively discussing how our souls are literally awakening. They're awakening. And it's a really exciting time for for everybody here. So so going back to a little bit what I discussed earlier about rock bottom and how that looks different and how our you know thresholds, we all endure in different thresholds. And I actually wrote a post about this and I posted on Instagram yesterday. So it was Tuesday, March the 16th. And I'm actually going to read you the post because I found it to be extremely beneficial for me as I wrote it. Here, here we go. Your truth, what is it exactly? What is true to you? What is real? If everything disappeared overnight, what would be left? My truth is not the same as yours. This means that what is 100% true to me is not 100% true to you. This is because we've grown up differently. We've had different childhood experiences. We've learned what's right and wrong from different people. Our living conditions, financial pressures, and education were not the same. Our caregivers, mentors, and authority figures, the people we look up to, were different. Our beliefs may be similar. However, we will tolerate differently, judge differently, hold compassion for others differently. And as each day goes by, we will continue to strengthen every agreement, belief, obligation, and rule that we learned as a child. We stand here today as adults who are defined by what we were taught as children. Our fears are programmed. Our rules are programmed. Our limiting beliefs are programmed. Being programmed is part of our human experience. And then one day we wake up and wonder, who am I? Why am I so unhappy and unsatiated in life? Is this really my life? The truth is it is your life. You are living your life. Your beliefs define you. However, when your beliefs are no longer in alignment with your truth, that deep inner knowing inside, that is when you begin to question everything. When we get a glimpse of the human conditioning, you get to choose. Am I going to be a grown ass adult and explore this line? Step into my knowing, listen to my body, redefine my beliefs, grow, expand, learn, love, or stay. I can guarantee you one thing, you cannot bury your knowing and expect to live a fulfilled and happy life. We are allowed to believe different things. We are allowed to change our minds. We are allowed to believe things that our parents don't. Unpacking it requires massive imperfect action and I can guarantee that once you discover your true, undeniable inner power, you will never look back. So I want to know what's true to you. So I want to tell you a story that I learned from a new friend. Her name is Sarah Roberts. Now I have been hosting some rooms on Clubhouse. And if you are not on Clubhouse, get on it now. 
And uh, we're hosting a room tomorrow, which is Thursday, March the 18th at noon. And our room is all about how stress impacts our food choices. It's going to be a good one, how stress impacts our food choices. And so I met Sarah Roberts, who is a certified health coach and a woman in long-term recovery, helping people with um, alcoholism and amongst other things. She's an amazing life coach. I love her. I'm going to try and have her on the show too. But she told this incredible story about rock bottom and how everyone's rock bottom looks differently. And not to use her words for her, but I will just give you a little bit of her her lesson that I learned from her was that she her rock bottom was after she got a DUI. So she was arrested and put in jail for a night and as she was leaving the next day, she got out on bail or whatever. And as she was signing the paperwork, there were people in line that had been there, you know, their fourth or fifth or sixth DUI. And her rock bottom was that one, that first time that was it. But then other people around her had been doing it for so long. So that wasn't their rock bottom. Their tolerance for this behavior is so much deeper and there's so many more layers that are within all of us as human beings with how we grew up and what how we live our lives we all have a different rock bottom it doesn't mean that one person sinks deeper than others the end point is always the same but it got me really thinking about how rock bottom will look different for everyone else. And we all experience the lows in life differently. And we've all been conditioned to tolerate things in our lives differently. And rock bottom often comes just after the moment our lives breach our own self abuse and what we're tolerating. So when we go beyond our own self abuse, so we accept the same level of abuse from others to which we give ourselves. It's in the moment that we go, that we abuse beyond our own personal tolerance that, that we can be enlightened and be like, oh shit, I need to change. Or, oh my God, this is horrible. I'm at the bottom. All right. So I've, it's not that I'm, I'm not talking about rock bottoms because I'm hitting one right now, but I'm hitting sort of a, a wall, a threshold of, okay, that's enough. That's enough, you know, winter. That's enough hiding that's enough feeling sorry for myself and feeling lonely that's enough of that sort of abusive behavior i i don't like the word abusive necessarily but i have to call it that because i get into that victim mentality of i haven't seen my friends and i'm alone and i'm a loser and i'm lonely yes i do this as well i have i i watch myself and i observe myself and It is not good for my mental health to be in that space and to continue to speak on in that way. So I am at the the crux there. I'm at a breaking point where I need to shift as well and get myself out of that low vibrational thinking and that low vibrational self-talk. It's not a big wake up call. It's it's a little wake up call. And I want to encourage you to listen to those little whispers and those little peeps in your life because life is always giving you those little whispers of help me of how can I help of wake up you know of no don't do that of yes do this I need this 
this is your soul speaking to you. And when the soul speaks, it speaks in very few words. The second we bring that feeling, that instinctual knowing, that deep inner knowing, it's the second we start creating a story around that. We start justifying. We start to talk ourselves down. That becomes ego. That's no longer the soul speaking. The soul and the body, they speak in a feeling or less than, I don't know, three or four words. If you hear it, just give yourself pause and and listen and feel that. All right, and last but not least, in this very schmishmashy episode, (laughs) this is what happens when I don't have notes, you guys. This is the first time, like I said, I've ever done a show without notes, even just a few notes. I'm just randomly talking about different facets of my life, but this is where I am right now. It's okay to not have a plan sometimes. And it's okay to show up as you are. And today, this is me. This is it. I really encourage you to just show up today on my scale of one to 10, 10 being a lot of energy, one being, you know, really not good. I'm I'm showing up today as like a three or a four. I have a T right beside me. I have my blinds open and the sun is coming up and it's shining on my face and I am just here doing my best. That's all we can do is to do our best. Now, in the process of doing that, the last thing that I do want to talk about today in this episode is my my self my body love guide. It is a really great tool and you can download it today. The link is in my bio or go to go.alisaunfiltered.com forward slash ebook. I know the word ebook scares a lot of people. This is more of a guide. It's called Bare Naked Goddess and it's my five simple strategies to build confidence and body love. This is the stuff that gets you breaking out of your shell, that gets you comfortable in your body, that gets you standing a little bit taller. It gets you making better decisions for your life and really understanding who you are and why you think the way you think about your body. And and it really gives you it it gives you some space to to feel and to be present but also to put things into action and to change your story and change your habits. This is a really great guide and I'm recommending it to everybody. So you go to go.alisaunfiltered.com forward slash ebook, download the Bare Naked Goddess and get cracking, get reading. I can't recommend this free resource enough. I wish that I had this free resource when I was kind of feeling this darkness into light sort of mentality. And and yeah, I just really highly recommend. Go grab your copy. The link is in the show notes. Got it? Okay. All right, that's all for me today. Thank you so much for showing up in this space. I really appreciate you all. If you haven't done so yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts or Google Play and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Follow the show on Spotify and share on your social media. Thank you so much for listening. Go download the ebook. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time.